Hello, everybody. This is the Good Midlife Podcast. I am Jim Nolan, recording from a very chilly Louisville, Kentucky tonight. Uh, we got some rain, maybe some snow coming, so um, it's winter time. Richard is with us via Zoom. Richard, where are you reporting from tonight? I am uh, reporting live from Evansville, Indiana, where oh. we had snow last night, and we're right on the ice and snow line. So whatever I get, I will... Uh, I'll report back in about three in the morning and let you know what's coming. I will be asleep, and um, I appreciate that, and I do not care. Um, yeah. Home of the Purple Ace is Evansville, Indiana, not far from my hometown down in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. So familiar with Evansville. Um, Richard, how was your week? Did you guys do anything fun, go out to eat, uh, any uh, travels? Uh, we didn't, we didn't really do anything this week. Um, we, this, or this weekend was pretty, uh, pretty low key. We went out to dinner. We went to chicken me on Friday, one of our favorites. Um, and then Saturday I stayed in, watched a couple of movies and Maisie had uh ladies night and went out for dinner with that. And then, uh, so the Chippendales were in town. They were, they were, uh, Actually, it was Thunder Down Under. Oh, the Aussie um, Chippendales. Yes, yes. Um, so she had girls night, and maybe I'm sorry, I'm just kidding. Uh, but anyway, uh, we had a uh, we had a pretty low key weekend, so nothing. Uh, I got I bought myself a uh, early or late Christmas present, early uh, birthday present the other weekend. I bought myself a new mountain bike, so I'm piecing that together. Uh, it's an expensive hobby, so I've been doing that, working on that. So yeah, so the Richard Kinshaw mountain bike happened. Um, it, it finally pulled the trigger. Finally awesome. pulled the trigger. Awesome. So. so you had a birthday this week, Richard, right? I did. I did. I'm uh, I'm I'm uh, 19 years old, young today or this week. So it's very nice. Closing in, 50 is chasing you, um, and comes for us all. Well, awesome. Um, so we had a pretty eventful weekend. I love these winter weekends when you don't have anything going on and yet they always end up relaxing and we end up doing a lot of fun stuff um friday night we went to watch a high school basketball game um one of the kids friends uh plays for collegiate watched them play at brown and collegiate got the win uh very fun and then elizabeth and i went to dinner at sidebar not sidebar yes sidebar sidebar um one of my favorite burgers in town uh, it's in a great bar spot to just sit and eat. And they had gotten a little weird post COVID with staffing. And I think it, the last couple of experiences had not been spectacular there, but, um, I do love their bar. They have great cocktails. The service was great and the food was great. So it, it seemed like it was back to normal there at one of my favorite burgers in town. So got, you know, we, we tried to go there, uh, I think during COVID and I think when we went, it was closed. Or like short staff, I think is basically what I saw. And we, I, I haven't been there. I haven't had a burger there yet, and I'm dying to go. And next time you go, let me know, and I'll meet you down there. Okay, yeah, let's do that. It, um, that was the first burger I've had in probably at least six weeks, maybe two months, and it was glorious. Um, and the um, truffle fries were fantastic as well. Um, Saturday we went and watched Elizabeth's son play intramural basketball at St. X, and um. That's something. I don't know if I brought that up yet. We've gone and watched him play the last two weeks, and I think I, I think um, we might be done. Uh, it's it's not real good. Um, you know how when you watch um, go to a college game 
and then you go to an NFL game and you can tell how stark the difference is between the players. Yes. Uh, it was like that watching high school varsity basketball and then going to watch intramural. But the kids are all having a lot of fun and, uh, you know, like to support those boys and 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 that. So then while we were on that end of town, we um, went uh, to, is it Camara Brewery? That's, um, they're on Barrett. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's there, and uh, we got a little snack, and uh, V-Grits is the vegan place that's there attached to it. Now, we got some vegan nachos or some nachos that said they had meat on it. I don't know what the hell it was, but it was really tasty. The beer was fine. I was very put off by the smell of Brussels sprouts in a brewery, right? Like, I'm a fat, sweaty man. I want the smell of fried stuff and beer when I walk in a brewery, not Brussels sprouts and and cabbage. So I was a little put off by that, but the beer was good. The atmosphere was good, and the food was fine. I mean, the food was good. The atmosphere was fine. But the food was good. So we did that and then uh, went over at Logan Street Market and tried out Wild Hops as we are working through the um, Louisville Free Public Library Books and Brews project they do in the winter. And uh, the Wild Hop beer was fantastic. Watched a little of the Kansas City game um, and then uh, you know did that. Watched a terrible movie, which I'll get to in a minute. Uh, and then Sunday, we just had a nice low-key day, watched the Bengals win, and then fixed up some Cincinnati chili after that. We bought a spice packet from Colonel D Spices in Logan Street Market. They're out of Newport, so you know they know how to make Cincinnati chili, and it was delicious. And as you know, as a cook, Richard, spices are important, and you don't skimp on uh, buying the good stuff. Well, I, you, you kind of, I'm not going to lie to you. I am not the biggest fan of Cincinnati chili. Um, it's, it's not one of my favorites, but I, it's like, I'm willing to try friends version. It's just like, I do like skyline from time to time, but did you, did you mince meat? Like almost make it into mush? No, no, we didn't, we didn't go that far. We did kind of oh, okay. just basic, okay. just basic um, ground beef, just, just chopped up. Um, did all of that, and instead of using spaghetti, we um, used cavatappi pasta, and uh, oh, okay. that made it really fun and good. So um, a really good, fun weekend, and the Bengals are on to the AFC Championship game, so we're all Bengal fans here. Um, did you get to watch any of the football this weekend? I did. I did watch. Uh, I watched uh, a lot of the games. I didn't get to see much of the Kansas City game, which um, they, it's just like the little bit I did see, they looked a little clunky, um, but uh, I did watch the Bengals game, and I am, I mean, I, I, I'm I not a big Bengals fan, I'll be the first to admit it, but Burrow and this team and just watching them play, it kind of reminds me of watching college football a little bit. They're fun to watch. They're good to watch. They are it's they are a good team, and I it's I, I still want them to bring back those white uniforms, all white uniforms with the with white, the white helmets. helmets. They're so I, good. I, I you know it's again. I'm not the biggest biggest Bengals fan, but with Burrow at the quarterback, it's just like I like his attitude. I like his swagger, and they're a good team, fun team to watch, and I think they have a good chance this year. I, I my early prediction is, and I'm sure you were probably going to get to this of what projections were going to happen. I think they make the Super Bowl again, and depending on how they're playing, I think they have a good shot this year. Um, but I, I and I watched the 49ers and 
the 49ers and the Cowboys, whatever that was at the end of the game with that, that was, I mean, well, that play I, I was never going to mean like that, that. Like, yeah. Well, so that let's start with that game and work backwards a little bit. Um, Dallas could have won that football game and Dak Prescott was terrible. And uh, both teams defenses are really good. Um, I San Francisco keeps winning with Brock Purdy. I do think he's limited, uh, but they keep winning. Their defense is really good. And that probably at the end of the game, you know, it's, it's a, a one shot kind of thing. It was, it didn't work. Um, I've, I've, heard and read a lot of people proposing that in that situation you have the center snapping the ball to the quarterback and you put everybody else out there as a skill position player if you're going to be doing a lot of laterals and stuff and so that was kind of the concept I think the miss was using Zeke to snap the ball but ultimately it probably wasn't going to work and I think that was kind of awesome to kind of debunk that idea that it was gonna um, so anyway, San Francisco moving on, going to Philadelphia. I didn't get to watch any of the Eagles game, and I think it's probably for the best. That was a beatdown. Yeah, um, I, I didn't even see that game either. It, it the, the Eagles are looking pretty good. The Eagles San Francisco game is going to be very interesting to see because Prudy, like you said, is very, it's, I think he's, he's about to hit a ceiling. It feels like he had a pretty good game. He kept him in and it's just like, but it, he he has good parts around him which make him look uh better than normal so sure. um yeah he, he couldn't be doing this um you know if he were quarterbacking the texans he's quarterbacking he's got really good pieces a great defense and one of the best football minds out there so yeah he's yep. in the perfect situation and you wonder does he have enough magic to win one more don't sleep on the fact that it's a – I think it's a 2 o'clock start, East Coast, long road trips, so an early start, likely cold, um, could be impactful in that game. Uh, but, I, I, you know, Philly's playing well. Their defense is good, and they've got a lot of offensive weapons. I watched – I got to see some of the Kansas City game while I was at Logan Street, and I actually saw it when Mahomes went down with his injury – like you said, a little clunky. I, I love this Jacksonville team. I think they're going to be around. I really like Trevor Lawrence and a lot of the pieces. So I think that's a team that's going to going to make some noise in the next few years. And um, and then the Bengals game, which we, we had all targets on, uh, it was exactly what you want in terms of an atmosphere. Snow for a playoff game is my favorite thing. Buffalo was at home, wild crowd. And then – the Bengals just manhandled them on both sides of the football and it wasn't even a contest. And that's one of those games that the score could have been worse. And so I, I'm I with think you. without the snow, it would have been, it, it could have been really, really bad. Well, and like, I, I, and Romo the, said it during the broadcast, like anytime Cincinnati wants to run the ball, they can go get five yards. They like Mixon or Pirine was not getting touched for four yards beyond the line of scrimmage consistently. It was unbelievable how they manhandled them. Well, it, it, it surprised me because the it, it was weird. I thought for sure Bills playing in that environment, they were they they hold the they hold the advantage in that situation. Yes, it does snow in Cincinnati, and I know it snows in this area and stuff like that. But Buffalo snow is very different from the Midwest. That's its own thing, dude. It's and Buffalo should reconsider their. It's like going to a possible dome stadium for that reason. I know they think that is a great advantage, but that also didn't prove well in the in the playoffs the past two years. 
when that happens. So the, the I, I, okay, so I'm stopping you right here. We're gonna have this discussion on another pod because I totally disagree. Um, but we're gonna hold this because that's gonna be yeah. a good discussion. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just think it's like the Bengals just I mean completely manhandled that team. And yeah. I was dumbfounded. I don't watch a lot of NFL, but that was fun to watch and very entertaining. I did not get to it's just like I will say this about the Jacksonville team is I, I cannot be I'm so happy for a team, especially after what Urban Meyer had did last year and completely I mean they went from a total mess to making the playoffs and going pretty far in the playoffs nobody expected that and I just got to give kudos to Doug Peterson um, their coach and the team for just switching gears and and getting behind the system and and doing a good job and it just makes me happy because I really don't like Urban Meyer and he I mean he rubs me the wrong way and it's it's good to see that happen. I totally agree. It I I was I don't like Urban Meyer. I think he was a really good college coach. I thought there was a chance he could succeed at Jacksonville with getting Trevor Lawrence because they have good pieces down there. They have the shell of a good team. And um, after he ran them into the rocks, it was great to see them uh, have a great season. And we have two former Kentucky players. Um, playing significant roles in Josh Allen and Luke Fortner. So fun to yep. watch those guys. It's super awesome. So, um, you know, love the NFL playoffs. It's so good. This weekend, Sunday is my favorite day of NFL football. It's better than the Super Bowl because you know you're going to get two super competitive games. So point spreads aside, they're very, both very short. Who do you like to win each particular game? I With the AFC, I'm going with the, the Bengals. Um, I, I think both teams are good. I just think Kansas city has been playing clunky, uh, through the playoffs. And I think that's because of a buy, um, I think. And then, um, I'm having a hard time with the NFC. I guess I'd probably go with the Eagles because I think they have a little bit more of an advantage at the quarterback position. Maybe. I agree 100%. I'm I'm all in on the Bengals at this point. What they showed me last week and what they've shown the last month of the season, I believe in them. I believe that they can play. And uh, I know the Cincinnati defense can play effectively with the Kansas City offense. I don't know that the Kansas City offense can stop the Cincinnati – or the Kansas City defense can stop the Cincinnati offense. Yeah. And I'm with you in the NF- NFC. I, I don't know for sure. It feels kind of like a coin toss. But given that, I'm going to take the home team – on the East Coast with some cold weather, I'm going to take Philadelphia. I think we're going to get Philadelphia and Cincinnati in the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks. So we'll see how that turns out. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I that, that's my projection right now, and then yep. we can, and we'll, we'll see what happens. But I mean, weird things have been going on with this 49ers team. I'm, I'm yeah. a little dumbfounded, yeah. but it's, I, I got to pull for the home team, especially. And San Francisco is traveling across the country to a very potentially cold Philadelphia. Hostile environment. Yeah, very, very hostile environment, cold, hostile environment at that. And I, I just got to go with uh, – I just got to go with Philly on that one. Yep, I'm taking that too. All right, so two more topics I want to get to before we get closer to closing. So I'll let you pick where we go first and then go second. 
Um, I know you want to talk about a little Kentucky basketball and a little Tyler Hansborough, John Wall beef. And then we got some, we want to talk about the movies we watched and uh, I want to mention the Oscar nomination. So which one do you want to go with first? Uh, let's go, uh, let's go basketball because it's okay. pretty short. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to let you take point on this because you were the one who was, uh, sent me a couple of links on this. So go ahead with this. Yeah. So in the past week, we, we learned that John Wall did not commit to, wanted to go to North Carolina. It was his dream school. It was also very close to his mother's ha mother who had an aneurysm while he was a senior in high school and was having health issues, really wanted to go to North Carolina and basically said when he went to look at North Carolina, Tyler Hansborough basically said, Wall uh, uh, came up and said, hey, how are you? And basically Tyler Hansborough said, I don't talk to recruits and blew him off. Wow, and Tyler Hansborough at this point, at this point, Tyler Hansborough is the reigning um, player of the year in college basketball. He is the uh, poster boy for college basketball at this point, and he is – you know, everybody knows Tyler Hansbro and everybody wants to meet Tyler Hansbro and he is the face of your program in North Carolina. Yes. And then uh, last night or yesterday or maybe even today, it came out. It's like Tyler Hansbro basically came out and uh, made the announcement on whatever show it was, uh, probably as, as irrelevant as this show, but <laughs> no, ours actually might have a bigger audience. I don't know. But Tyler Hansborough basically called out the cast, basically said he doesn't believe in Cal. He thinks Cal has been awful coaching and blah, blah, blah. Now, reading between the lines on this, uh, I think it's sour grapes on Tyler Hansborough. And he's instead of going back and having a beef with John Wall, he's decided to take his beef out with Kentucky, probably to help North Carolina's recruiting and everything else. So we can we can let that pud talk all he wants but it's just like i just think it's I'll, I'll be honest with you it's like nobody cares tyler hansborough and um it's just like it's like you had your moment in the sun at north carolina you're a good college player and that's all you've turned out to be so that, well, he fired that, a sh he fired a shot at cal in kentucky too in a in a tweet yeah. after that uh, john wall uh, interview yeah where he said he didn't go to Carolina. They effed it up because Hansborough blew him off and said, I don't talk to recruits. And then yeah. he said that was a lie, and he said uh, something to the effect of Coach Cal's bank account probably had more to do with Wall coming to Kentucky. So everybody loves to accuse Cal of paying players and being dirty and, um, you know, I, I don't believe he paid John Wall. I think that is just nonsense and just – throwing something out there to be slanderous, honestly. So well, it, it, and let's go back to that North Carolina, in that era of North Carolina basketball, uh, in their great education program and with the student athlete education program and all the NCAA violations they were doing with their student athletes. So I, I, I'd be careful going down that road if I was Tyler Hansborough, because North Carolina got their hands slapped, and that's really about it as it relates to NCAA violations. So, and and Cal has, I mean, time and time again shown to people it's just like, now maybe it'll come out in the wash. I don't know, but at the same time, Tyler Hansborough might want to be careful about that time period in college basketball with the University of North Carolina. So, yeah. I, it's, um, we all know Carolina was glass stones, yeah. gla or glass houses, stones and glass houses, or whatever. 
That's like we, he needs to be careful and tread lightly with that one. Kudos for nobody for tweeting back and asking who wrote his essays, but you know, whatever. <laughs> um, exactly. Uh, so anyway, it's it, it's all just a bunch of um, just bickering, but kind of kind of gets people riled up, kind of fun. You know, I I think Hansborough's comments about Kentucky. He did say that Kentucky doesn't have any shooters and. Kentucky's leading the SEC in three-point shooting percentage, I think, right now, and that just kind of smacked of someone who hasn't really watched the team or didn't even do any research before he went on there to um, just sort of drag him through the mud or take a couple of shots at him because, you know, listen, I don't know anything about, like, say, UCLA. I've not watched them play. I don't know if they have shooters. I don't know if they have big men. I don't know how good they are, so I wouldn't say – they're struggling because they don't have shooters or they, whatever they are, um, you know, and if you're a professional on a sports show, maybe know what you're talking about. That's the biggest thing is to come in and say, they don't have anybody that can shoot the basketball. And then, oh, well, they are actually leading the sec in, in three point shooting and, you know, and a top 20 in America, I think in that percentage. So it, it was just ignorant, speech uh aimed at at um you know taking a shot at uk and cal and wall so well it, it, it's and and i think cal should use it i mean it's just like it's they seem to be on a roll they're on a four game winning streak and knock on wood it continues and i i think it's uk football used the underdog theme a lot and it it works and it's just like nobody believes in us okay well fine Here's what it's just like. It just gives ammunition to the current team and Cal to continue to go on this winning streak and hopefully make the NCAA tournament. It's like I think they're they're inching their way back in, and they and so it's more ammunition for Cal in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, for sure. And big game Saturday night, Kansas coming to Rupp Arena. We'll see what happens. Uh, they win that one. They're in prime spot, you know, they, they, they've got it in front of them, you know, really, if they can yeah. get that win or even if they lose by three or something, a really tough, good win. Um, and I think they've got a really good shot at winning that game, the way Kansas has played lately and the way that Kentucky has played lately. Um, it's an eight o'clock game. It's going to be, a, I think, college game days there, right? Yes. And yep. so yep. it's going to be loud. It's going to be wild. Um, you know, all the 75 year old alums are going to get a couple of bourbons in them so they might dance a little bit it's gonna gonna get loose at rup so um you know i i wouldn't bet it right now one way or the other but i wouldn't be surprised to see kentucky come out of there with a win well it, it, even if they, it's like i even think if they don't win but they come across it's like something it's like they play a good game and a hard game and it's just like there's something to be carried over into the next game where it's just like, Hey, you guys played your heart out and they played really well and kept it close. I, it's just like, they are playing pretty well where it's like, I think they've started to earn a little bit more respect back. It's like, they still have a, a little bit of a hill to climb, but it's, they're starting to play better and it's they're, like, they're it's playing better team, and they so. have good teams yet on the schedule. They still yeah. get to see Auburn. They still get to see Arkansas. Um, there's a, we have a, another Tennessee and Bama game, right? Then we play them both again, I think. I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah. But definitely, you know, there's some some good teams in the SEC that they still have to see. So, like you said, see, a good Tyler loss. Tyler would need to know that kind of information for a true sports show 
Yeah, right, uh, not right. just that's two cool. yahoos that's right. the, the shit <laughs> in, on a podcast. So uh-huh. hey, hey, Pod, learn your sport a little bit better before doing like going on and making national statements like you did. Yep. All right. Moving on to other stuff we know nothing about. Um, so we like to talk about movies and TV, and I got a couple for you. Uh, I'll st- I'll go ahead and start because I watched a terrible movie Saturday night. And I got sucked into a TV show that's a few years old now. So the the movie I watched was called Cha Cha Real Smooth. And Richard, this is like some jackass millennials just decided they wanted to make a movie and wanted to put a bunch of stuff in there and threw it in a blender and threw it against the wall. It's absolutely terrible. It's really, really bad. And I mean, you could throw something at me and it's probably in the movie. Oh, a miscarriage on a toilet? check autistic kid who is who are there's some holes in the acting check um a friendly guy who starts a business as a party starter at bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs and develops a romantic interest with the autistic girl's mom check oh and the autistic girl's mom is engaged to somebody else but doesn't want to leave him it's just a mess don't see this movie uh, yeah, I, I, I'll be honest with you. It's like, and uh, it sh- might show my name. I have never heard of this movie, but now I just want to see the trailer. Yeah. See it and, and, and report back to you next week. Okay. All right. And, yeah. Watch the trailer. It's on one of the streaming services. We didn't have to pay for it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, find out what stream is. Text me. Okay, Let me know yeah. what streaming. I'll get you tomorrow. Is. Yeah. 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 I, I need to know this because if it's that bad, like there's a few movies out there that I can rank as that bad and it's just like i just gotta see this trailer just uh i like everything i really overrate everything and this one i was like i don't know about that um so that's that and then the tv show that i'm sucked into is servant it's an m night Shyamalan production on apple tv have you watched this no i have not no i it's it's on my list i have a big long laundry list i have to get to and that's on it it's really good. I, I mean, I didn't know that it was had four seasons, so we started the first season. I've got one more episode to finish the first season. It's creepy and weird and in a way that's um, not too over the top. I think Shyamalan's stuff is hit and miss. I, I love some of his stuff, like um, uh, the Alien movie, uh, Signs. I love that one. Um, but And then the, the Sixth Sense, I had that figured out about 30 minutes into the movie, so – He's hit or miss for me, but this is a really, really um, fun show for me right now. Well, I have to. Uh, I, it's like I said, I have a big list. I'm. Um, I, I I watched a Netflix movie, and it's just like I'm in the middle. It's like we started Your Honor season two. Oh yeah, which is on Showtime, which is it's, and we're in the process of watching that at, at the Kinchlow household, and it's good. Um, it's not as good as the first season so far, but I have a funny feeling it's going to get a little on the crazy side. Yeah. So what did you see this weekend? I know you saw a couple. And we yeah, talked a I, little saw, off uh, I saw two movies. Uh, one was off your recommendation was The Banshee of... Inishirin. Yes. And watched that and really enjoyed that movie. I think that it's it's funny to say, but I honestly think my favorite character in that was... Uh, was the um donkey i love the donkey (laughs) yeah and and i i looked up about the donkey in the in the um in it and or like did reviews of it and they said 
Colin Farrell, or yeah, Colin Farrell said the donkey was the biggest prima donna on set, and they had totally issues it. with the donkey on set. But overall, I thought the movie was really good. I in they did the same guy and the same two actors did Imbroge, or if I'm saying that, Imbroge, yeah, 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 yeah. And that I enjoyed movie. that movie, and it was kind of very similar, but that, yeah. So Martin uh, McDonough then, also did uh, Three Billboards too, which is a great movie. Yeah, and that that is um, that is that's a pretty good movie as well. And then another movie I saw was uh, Pale Blue Eye, which is um, it's a not it's based on a novel, but it it has to do with Edgar Allan Poe and a mo- murder it's on Netflix. It's pretty good. It has an interesting twist at the end, um, and I I recommend seeing it. It's it wasn't one of my favorite movies, but it was enjoyable. Yeah, I want to see that. I, I pretty much will watch anything with Christian Bale in it. So, you know, that's yeah. going to be a check. Um, and we just haven't gotten to that, but that's on my list of things that I want to see. So looking forward to Pale Blue Eye. Um, so I guess you saw the Oscar nominations came out this week. Um, I did. And, and we'll do an Oscar-dedicated podcast in a couple of weeks before the Oscars happen um, with a couple of guests. I love to kind of debate that and and do a little gambling to see um who can pick the winners um i would tell you right now that i think there was really no surprise nothing stood out to me as being a snub or shocking um i think my if i had a vote i would vote for banshees of inishirin i know everything everywhere all at once is kind of the hot movie and has a great shot to win maybe the favorite um but i would tell you the sneaky movie that might sneak out and win it i think um is triangle of sadness and the way they do the oscar ballots and uh i'll get into this when we do the oscar pod but i think triangle of sadness has a a very strong shot to come away with best picture all right i'll have to uh i'm gonna have to watch that i have uh i i will have to watch that um on my own but i i I will (laughs) i don't think i can convince the wife to watch it again but I will. I will report that. When is the Oscars? I don't know. I've got to look that. We got at least a month. Oh, okay, good. Because I have an open couple of uh, days, uh, uh, so I will be able to watch that and okay. report back to you. All right. Awesome. Um, okay. So before we wrap, kind of running out of time um, here, but we had a listener. Uh, she, we may know her outside of the pod. A friend. But a listener nonetheless, and she knows what idiots we are. And um, she asked us to talk about a typing question and whether or not you put two spaces after a period or one space after a period. She just learned this week that one space after a period was fine and um, asked if we might discuss that. Now, I'm not an English major, um, and I'm not real good at it, and I'm certainly not a good typist, um, but – Let's talk about that. I learned two spaces in a typing class in 1991 and really have thought that was the rule until somewhat recently, and I realized that uh, one space is fine. I don't know. You, you got anything on this? Well, it's it's interesting is I was in a work meeting, and we were – I was – typing up an email to send a customer and I had my manager there at the time and he he 
kept telling me to put two spaces between after a period or punctuation mark. And I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. I, I've been using two ever since then. Um, I, it, I I don't know. I, I'm not an uh, English major as well, and I'm probably not the. I'm probably the worst typist uh, on God's green earth. But uh, I I go with two right at the moment. But okay. All right. if we if we have to ping pong back between one, it's like that's kind of it's it's that's. That's one of the harder things probably to do is like changing a habit that you have been doing for now going on four years or something, whatever it's been. But I maybe it is. I don't know. I yeah. If there's any, if we have any English major listeners out there, and maybe Jill's right. I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting. I think they're both acceptable. Um, my wife knows all the things about. English grammar, punctuation, typing, and all of that, and um, she says it's just kind of kind of a preference thing at this point. And um, I think she's probably right. I think both are acceptable. I think one space is more prevalent now. Um, but you know, uh, maybe we'll yeah. have her on sometime. You know, she she will take a knife at you over the Oxford comma, like she will fight over that. But the two space, your no wife or Jill? Oh, my wife. No, no, my wife is um, adamant, passionate about the Oxford comma. You know, I I'll tell you another one is I I, I can also find out and I might ask the question of my father-in-law because he is I, I I have never been so intimidated to write an email or even text uh, a human being than my father-in-law David uh, if you ever listen to this podcast which I don't think you ever will <laughs> uh, it's it's a compliment because it it, it it's. You, you know the English language thoroughly, but you're an attorney, much like Jim's wife, and you have to write the English language a lot, and, and it has to be very um, right, and, and I'm probably even saying this wrong, but he would know, and I, I might refer to him um, on that subject. Excellent, excellent. Um, but I'll call him. I'm not going to type. Right. Good call. Good call. Um <laughs> Yeah, I think that so many things are fluid and have changed, and there's so much, so many rules that just don't apply, and uh, or that that people ignore. And I think a lot of that stuff, um, you know, it's the evolution of language and communication. And you know, one of my pet peeves is uh, the word preventative because that's not a word; it's preventive. Um, but I've actually seen that in print in uh, some stuff where people say preventative. I've seen it from doctors' offices, and that word has just become acceptable, and it's just it drives me up the wall every time I see it. And so I'm a pharmacist by trade, which means I know stuff like that, preventive health. Um, but I don't know anything about typing because I don't have to type anything. I mean, I type stuff, but it's just a few words here and there. So well, anyway. it, it, I, I do a fair amount. Obviously I email is a large part of my, my career and, or in job title and, it is amazing. I, I blame texting and there's a lot of, there's been a lot of discussions lately of, or for the past 10 plus years about how texting has changed how we type and how we, I guess, the language, writing the language out. Um, it's, it's amazing when I get on my computer, it's just like, I'll do things like, Okay, why didn't it's just like certain things don't have like auto 
texting, like where it just fills it out itself. And yeah. it's just like, I'm expecting my, my outlook to do it. Maybe there is a setting in there I don't know about, but it, it, it is interesting how, and this could be a discussion for a later time as well, is how texting has really, honestly, to put it mildly, messed things up. Yeah, it's it's changed the world of communication for sure. And um just and and lots of factors there as as we evolve in communication, but I totally, totally agree. Um there was no autocorrect on my parents' old Smith Corona typewriter or on the um word processor that I went to college with. So it's it's all all a different world now. But um uh Jill, I hope that's answered your question. I know that it probably has not, but um we encourage all listeners to uh give us topics to talk about because I love that. I love that Jill reached out to us today and and said, "Hey, I got an idea for your pod." And uh so I, I do love that. Um reach out to us uh via Instagram. Uh we're on there. It's the Good Midlife Podcast. I've been a little bit more active lately uh trying to add some content um and looking at we got a lot of good follows and following some people you know richard um i'll tell you this and everybody uh i have followed a lot of restaurants and a lot of breweries and a lot of um distilleries as i'm managing our instagram account and um one thing i followed was a couple of sports fishing um sites because i, I do like that when i have time to do it and can get to the coast but now it has started sending me reels of giant fishing vessels in the ocean in like <laughs> 60 foot swells and i can't stop watching them my wife yeah. is like are you watching shipwreck videos again <laughs> yes i am i'm terrified of heights but I, put me on a boat like up and down like i love it man let's go uh it, it's crazy the algorithms that they have but um, yeah oh instagram is uh definitely it's just like for some odd reason for a while there i was getting like when wildlife attacks yeah and yeah. It, it and was, you watch one and you're gonna get a hundred of them oh it, it's 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 really bad and it's just like i had i i almost had to like turn off my instagram for that reason it's yeah. like it was just and it's like and some of it's like how did how did a human being even get this Catch video? That. yeah 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 i think that too i think that so. too well anyway um you can message us at instagram um i i'll I, I probably should create an email account for this. Yeah, I was thing. just thinking, I was, that's I, what I was going to That'll be my project long. tomorrow. I'll get that up and uh, we'll get that going. Um, that's easy. And um, otherwise, get at us. We're getting some listens um, in America, a couple listens in Canada. I was looking at our feed this week. We got a listen in Denmark and a listen in Kenya. So I don't know what in the world's going on over there that they think this is cool, but I love it. So well, um, it, it, if we can touch base on the Danes, there's that special on Netflix about the submarine and oh, the yeah. uh, and there's an HBO series. If the Danes would want us to talk about that, we'd be more than happy to bring. I'm that a up. huge Christian Eriksen fan. I can talk about his career at Tottenham and how good he was at set pieces. If anybody wants to talk about that too, so um, you know, yeah, we're, shout we're out open Denmark. to suggestions from our international uh, like. Uh, listeners so uh feel free to uh, let us know yep yep that sounds good all right well let's wrap it up um fun fun podcast tonight richard do you have anything else anything that you're looking forward to this week or anything else you want to get in before we wrap no i can't think of anything i'll i'll, I'll get back to you on that movie and uh and uh we we can kind of go from there all right that sounds good um 
we will uh, i'll clean this up get it edited get it out for the people shortly um good luck to everybody if you're wagering this weekend on the nfl or college basketball good luck to the Bengals. um we are going to enjoy our weekend and we're going to come back next week and we're going to talk about that and whatever else is going on so good luck to everybody hope you're enjoying the good midlife we sure are thanks everybody